weeks after the Mar-a-Lago raid, we still don't have answers. The left is so desperate for a new January 6th that they will call you anything. And the upper income earners laugh and rejoice as poor and working class people pay off their student loan debts. All today, Eric's America. You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American, recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello, hello, welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a little while, took a couple weeks off. Um, just trying to reset things, uh, get a little, uh, crazy, had some things going on and just thought, well, it'd be a good time to take a couple weeks off. So now I'm back. Um, summer is starting to, uh, wind down. Um, not, uh, I guess not officially summer doesn't end for another, almost another month, but you know, uh, as in our living situations or whatever, where, whether it be school or, uh, in my case, uh, preparing for college football, which I dearly love. Uh, it's almost fall. It's almost fall. And uh, so I thought I should get back, get back to doing what it is that uh, I enjoy with this. And uh, back to, uh, wow, talking about some real, real insanity. And uh, unfortunately, while I was gone, uh, yeah, it has been a little slow on some fronts, not as much going on maybe uh, daily, but uh, enough going on that's just terrifying. And uh, boy, we're going to get into a bunch of that today. Man, uh, I want to remind everybody to like, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. Uh, I do know that things were getting pretty... Uh, well, we'll we'll hear from uh, somebody today who talks about how you uh, manipulate the system um, to where uh, listenership, uh, according to the numbers, had uh, just really went way way down. It was really strange, but I still have faith. That's why I'm back um, and getting more episodes out, so more and more people will check it out. And I hope uh, you tell a friend, rate, review. All those things do help out so very much, and I really appreciate everybody that does listen and uh, hope you will continue to and we're going to get into this today so it's been uh, a few weeks now since the uh, Trump raid uh, on Mar-a-Lago and uh, well uh, we should have all the answers right we should have all the answers everything should be all uh, cleared up why they went in what they were looking for the smoking guns that they found and and now Trump is headed to uh, jail, or in some cases they said, oh, yeah, uh, he should definitely be get the death penalty. No, wait a second. None of that happened? No. Okay. Well, I guess none of that happened. Uh, they're still fighting over uh, if he had a library book from the Library of Congress that he forgot to return. No, I, I mean, they did release the uh, warrant. Uh, well... They released papers that were supposed to have words on it from the warrant. Uh, most of it was blacked out. They said, well, I mean, we can't disclose our our uh, sources or any of this. Uh, so we need to redact all of it. Uh, so eh, essentially what it came down to was they said, well, you have papers that we don't think you should have. 
And he said, well, I'm the president. I was the president. I'm allowed to determine what papers I want and what I don't. And they said, well, it's classified. And he said, well, I have the power to declassify things. What it really looks like, and, uh, you know, I could be wrong. I know that they are just desperate as hell to create a new January 6th. That's what they want. Their last one kind of fizzled out. And then uh, Darth Vader's daughter, Liz, uh, she got uh, kicked out of her seat in uh, in Congress. She's not going to be there anymore. Uh, bye, Liz. That's uh, really ooh, that's really tough. I hate that. Um, anyway. Uh, that kind of blew up in their face. Basically, they had their big last uh, hurrah of that, and it fizzled uh, like a wet firecracker. And they said, oh, man, that didn't work out so well. Well, we've got to get a new one. Let's go raid Trump. It is really strange. Now, one thing that has been reported, and I uh, don't know if this has been confirmed yet or not, but uh, Trump took a whole lot of paperwork with him from Crossfire Hurricane. Now, if you don't know what that was, it sounds like a really cool name for treason. Uh, is exactly what it was. It was the Obama administration, uh, along with Hillary Clinton's uh, campaign, using the federal resources to, uh, yeah, commit treason. Uh, they spied and drummed up uh, fake evidence to hurt a political opponent, which uh, should land all of them in jail for an extreme, extreme a uh, long, long time. And in their case, it would be a life sentence because neither one of them are young. So... But uh, that's not what happens anymore. We are in a banana republic. We live in the third world. That's not what happens. We are in some kind of weird joke that is no longer the United States. We just don't. So uh, the FBI, the CIA, uh, all the uh, alphabet agencies are now aligned with uh, a single party. And they use their resources and people to manipulate, lie, cheat, steal, or whatever just to hurt the other side. And the problem is the people that listen to this show and, uh, you know, align themselves with uh, this sort of thinking, uh, they're all aligned against you, too. And that is a problem. That is a huge problem. Uh, and we haven't seen anything like this uh, in a very long time. The last time that the left wielded this kind of power in this country uh, well, that would have been uh, after the Civil War, you know, when they had the power of the KKK and they were suppressing Republicans who had just kicked their ass in the Civil War. So um, and yes, that's factually based. If anybody wants to check it out, it's all a matter of historical record. Yes. So uh, it's uh, really insane. Uh, so essentially he had, uh, taken these, declassified them and took them to Mar-a-Lago. Well, actually he didn't take any of it to Mar-a-Lago, uh, plot twist, uh, people from the national archives, uh, delivered all this to Mar-a-Lago. And so if there were papers in there that shouldn't have been in there, well, it's on them, not him, because he personally didn't pack the boxes out of the white house and take them home. Okay, this isn't like you're getting fired from your uh, desk job at, uh, you know, Google where you get a cardboard box to put your uh, desk lamp and your mouse pad and your uh, pictures in and tote it out the door. That's not the way this works. Uh, there's teams of people who collect all the paperwork, everything that they think you might want, things that you need to look over for your presidential library, all that sort of stuff. It's all delivered to your home. Uh, they, you know, have safes. They have all this stuff to keep this stuff out of the eye. 
And, uh, you know, that's and there's always questions. There's always a back and forth uh, between uh, former presidents and, you know, the archives or, um, you know, the federal government says, hey, uh, we want that paperwork back or we want this back. We want this for the National Archives. That's very historically important. Uh, we need that in the archive record. You can't personally keep that. Um, it's stuff like that all the time. Or in the case of the Clintons, they just took everything that wasn't nailed down, and then somebody had to go with a rider truck and pick up all the crap that they stole from the White House. That's a completely different story. Although they just sent a rider truck, they did not send a SWAT team. So there is a little difference, little difference, a little weird. But um, so uh, by looking at this affidavit or and everything that's attached which i mean like i said 90 percent of it's uh redacted um and looking at the search warrant that's what it comes down to they said you have papers that you shouldn't have uh trump had told them no this is you know come down and take a look i don't have any of that and apparently they had visited before he was very cordial cordial stopped in talked to him said hi while they were looking through stuff and their conclusion was uh according to this that uh, well it just wasn't secure enough Okay, and they said, well, you need a better lock on this door. So he went and put a better lock on that door or on the door, say whatever it was. They said it needed to be secured to add a lock to this door. He added a lock to the door. They came back and essentially, I mean, you can read it for yourself if you can find a copy of this. He is being accused of not filing papers properly. You think I'm joking? Go read it. Literally, they're saying he didn't go to Staples and get the right pull tabs to put on the folders to file the papers. That's why they lo- that is why they raided his home. I mean, unless there's some other reason that's under the, you know, pounds and pounds of black ink that's redacted, which they said it's not. That's just to protect witnesses and people who said that, uh, you know, uh, that he had things he shouldn't have. They're not even claiming that he has things that he shouldn't have at this point. They're literally saying that, well, some papers were mixed with others. Things were not sorted out properly. They weren't filed correctly. Uh, Put him in jail. I kid you not that's where we're at although some of the fbi was very very upset that uh people were calling it a raid they don't like that they say that's very very hostile it's not good agents by the way don't like the word raid they don't like it it sounds like it's some kind of you know, extra judicial non-legal thing it's the execution of a search warrant it's a court authorized search warrant yeah, well, there is a difference. Okay, I'm going to help him out because, you know, this guy's probably a little slow. You know, I mean, he's only the spokesperson for the FBI. I mean, not exactly like he's super educated or, you know, holds a a decent uh, title or anything where he would be, you know, coherent enough to speak properly. So I'll help him out, you know, because we can't ask that of people that are in charge of things. We can't ask them to be, uh, you know, um, normal and be able to speak normally or be able to you know add two and two so i'll help him out no you see executing a search warrant for stuff like you didn't go to staples and get the right folder see this can be accomplished by one guy with a piece of paper 
he shows up and goes, hey, I've got a search warrant here. I need to look over the, the paperwork you have in your house. And uh, what happens is uh, they let him in and he can go look through whatever and then he leaves. See, that's that's how you do that one. Now, um, different scenario. <clears throat> uh, you're going in because uh, there are let's say human trafficked people being held uh, by a large uh, amount of people with firearms. See, in that case, you will need to have a raid. You're going to have to bring a lot of agents. They're going to have to be fully armed, uh, you know, SWAT gear and go in. See, the first scenario, you don't need all that. Although they showed up with that this time. See, people, normal people, we understand the difference between serving a search warrant and a raid. Okay, so when we see people show up in SWAT gear, you know, tons of agents, automatic weapons, cruising into a house, throwing people out. See, that's a raid. See, and it's real easy to know the difference. Uh, a couple FBI agents in suits walk up with a piece of paper and go, hey, you know, we're here to serve this search warrant. We need to look at this. It's just, that's serving a search warrant. See, there's a difference. It's pretty easy to figure out the difference. Now, they may not like it if you say they raided when they showed up with a couple guys in suits and a notebook and say, hey, we're here to serve the search warrant. Yeah, see, we don't think that's a raid either. And it shouldn't be called a raid. Uh, blasting in with um, a ton of agents uh, fully in tack gear and automatic weapons see that's a raid so i can help him out you know and not that he would know things like that not that nuance is anything we even we don't even talk about nuance anymore there's not nuance uh if there was uh you know things would be completely different but we have got to the point where we think everyone is now uh apparently autistic is that a thing i know that was going around for a long time you can't give medication you can't get uh uh, shots, you can't do anything. Everything makes everybody autistic. Everybody and their little sisters somewhere on the spectrum. That was a thing for a long time. I don't know if we're still doing that or not. It's kind of gotten buried since COVID and whatnot uh, and burning down the country. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, that was a thing for a long time. And I feel like uh, everyone in the media and government basically treat us all like we all have autism. Okay. We can't understand nuance. We don't understand, uh, you know, sarcasm. We can't really get the nuances of, of language. That means one th that means, you know, two different things, just depending on the context. Apparently all that's gone. Now we're all now, uh, some somewhere on the spectrum, I guess. So that's why you can't, you know, you can't really talk anymore. So anyway, um, that may be a hot take that uh, the government and uh, media now believe we're all on the spectrum. But, you know, hey, that's that's just where it's at. I mean, uh, uh, well, anyway, but uh, yeah, after all that, after all these things, well, um, yeah, nothing. And then people are still talking about, well, you know, it's just a matter of time, just a matter of time. We're going to get that money shot. And of course, they would love to have the money shot. Of course, this was a fishing expedition. Of course, they were trying to find something somewhere that they could somehow get an indictment because they would delight and dance and frolic and have parades and everything else if they could get Trump in handcuffs. The thing everybody needs to understand that all this hatred that is pointed at Trump is not at him. It's at me and you. He just happens to be the one in the middle. They hate you. They hate me. They hate our ideas. They hate America. Honestly, they hate the idea of America. They hate the founding. They hate freedom. They hate all of it. 
They want to go back, and that's exactly what they they have set up. That's who the uh, you know the Pelosi's and the Bidens and all these people are. They are the the landlords of the uh, you know old world, you know the royal family, which I still don't understand. I still, to this day, nobody could, uh, you know, possibly explain it in a way that makes coherent sense to me. Well, you were born, so therefore everybody takes care of you and you're somehow special. How about you fuck off? Does that work for you? Because I don't give a damn what your name is. And that's what America was. That's, that's the attitude of America. Or at least it was for a very long time. That's why we had a revolutionary war. Is because people got that mindset just like that. Like, I don't care who, what your name is. I mean, are you, do you do anything? Do you have value? Do you add value to society? Uh, okay, good, good. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of that. Um, no, you don't get to, you know, rape and pillage, you know, my pocket and, and, you know, be a burden on society because of, you know, who decided to have sex and create you don't care. And that's who we are and who we should remain to be. But that's not who these people want. They want to go back to that to where, you know, you have the families that pass down the wealth to each other and everybody else are just serfs unto them. And you are subjects and you just listen. You don't ever speak up. You can't say anything or you'll be crushed. And that's what they want. And that's the people that have been around for, you know, hundreds of years who have never liked the, uh, you know, middle finger to the world of the, the U.S. idea. Of we don't care who you are or what you do. We don't care. You know, are you worth something? If you are, great. If not, then, you know, get out of our way and let us move forward. And uh, so that's that's the world they live in. And they cannot stand that about, especially about red America, basically, about the conservative side, which unfortunately for them tends to be a huge part of the population still believe in the basic American ideas. And they can't stand it. That's why they hate you. And and Trump was a proxy for that. That's the people who supported him are people who think that way. And they have to crush them. They have to crush you. You can't have a gun. You can't be entrusted to take care of your own money. You need to give it all to us. And we'll let you know how much you actually need. We can decide what you eat and what you drive and where you live and how you live. That's what they want. That's what all these people have wet dreams over. And that's what we can't stand. And that's why the hatred towards Trump, because he believes the same. And he was the spokesperson for a huge swath of America that said, yeah, we don't agree with any of that crap. You know, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Stop, you know, stop robbing me every paycheck or at the end of the year. Let me live. Take care of my family. Be free. Yeah, well, they can't stand that. They can't stand it. And unfortunately, they found a proxy that they can go after. So they go after it daily, daily. And that's where we get the new. Now, I've uh, the new ultra mega semi fascist. What is a semi fascist, by the way? I mean, I hate to tell you, you're either a fascist or you're not. Now, here's a little problem. Yeah, so Joe Biden's been pushing this because they want another January 6th. Like I said, the last one, wet firecracker, they tried to, they went and hired, what was it, a Disney uh, guy to make a documentary and they had it on primetime TV and we're going to make a big deal and everybody's going to hate January 6th. Well, 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 
Uh, it didn't work too well. That didn't go over so well. It uh, it ended. Everybody said, "Nah, okay. No, oh, that was stupid. Don't guess we're going to have to deal with that anymore. So they need more. So now you get it. You get the uh, fascism, semi-fascist, ultra-mega fascists. Not only is it really stupid and very dangerous because you're calling half the country at least, if not over half, because I, I don't believe this whole, well, half the country believes in this and half the country believes in that. No, that's a load of crap. 10% or less of the country believes the insane, bat-ass, batshit crazy ideas that these people come up with. 10%. At best, the other 90% of the country still believe in the ideas that it was founded under. They believe the ideas. They believe in freedom. They believe in capitalism. They believe that they don't want to give the government, you know, a shit ton of money to go waste it on gender studies programs in the Muslim world or to give birds coke to see if they have sex. I mean, they, we truly believe this, that they are useless worthless and should get the hell out of the way so this whole half the country now you're calling about 90 percent of the country fascists which is interesting very interesting uh i believe they ask uh chief liar from uh the chief liar from the white house good old kjp uh they ask her about uh you know what uh, what's going on with the uh, semi-fascist and uh, all these uh, terrible names that are coming across? Uh, does she think that's appropriate? Semi-fascism, comment. Yeah. Uh, is it something we're going to hear more of, that phrase? Is it something the president's going to kind of embrace? Or is there any sense that it was, uh, you know, a little impromptu and it's going to turn into a kind of basket of deplorable thing that he regrets and have tried to be quiet about? I, look, I was very clear uh, look, when uh, uh, when laying out uh, and defining uh, what, uh, you know, MAGA Republicans have done. And you look at the definition of fascism and you think about uh, what they're doing in, in attacking our democracy. Boy. Okay, so I'm going to stop it right there. She drones on for a little bit. We'll listen to the rest of it. So you know what I did? I decided, well, I mean, I didn't really need to look this up because I know what the definition is, but I thought I should help out. I'm going to look up the definition of fascism. Okay, so it was a term created by Mussolini. Yeah, yeah. He didn't do a lot of else, okay? He didn't do a lot of other good things or any good things, really. Um pretty horrible guy uh but he did come up with one thing which was fascism okay so uh where did this come from well he liked the idea of central government from communism he liked that but he didn't like the whole uh you know well we're all gonna fall underneath uh russia and report to Moscow kind of thing. He wasn't all about that. You got to build up the country. So he added some uh, national part of it. Okay. National. So it's going to be about the Italian thing for him. Anyway, Hitler did Germany. Yeah. Same thing. Gotcha. Uh, so you need to only be accountable to your local 
situation. So that was the big break. And this is why uh, fascism and communism clashed, because communism said, hey, no, guys, we're on your side. We like big government. We like crushing people. We really like killing people. We are all in on as many dead bodies as we can accumulate. We just want you all to answer to Moscow because we rule the world. And fascists said, no, we're just going to do it country by country because we want to rule the world. Uh, yeah, all of it seems a little batshit crazy, right? Well, it's because it all is batshit crazy, but let's, let's look at it. So Republican or conservative, or as they call them, ultra mega, um, their ideology should mesh pretty well with fascism if they're if you're going to call them fascists, right? So let's look at it. Fascism, the definition of the word actually means everything within the state, nothing outside of the state. What? Well, that doesn't sound very good. So uh, in fascism, everything is centralized through the government. You have public-private partnerships, of course. That well, doesn't sound like Republicans at all. But uh, all the companies must fall under the ideology or they are not allowed to then exist. Uh, banks are all centralized uh, under the federal government, all health care, um, all um, forms of life is then, you know, regulated under the state all the way down to, um, you know, more private things. Everything in your daily life from top to bottom is all controlled by the government, either directly or indirectly through threat of force that they will come and break your shit and burn down your business or just take it away from you and haul you away if you do not agree with them. Now, wait a second. That doesn't sound like anybody on the right at all. Well, that's weird. There is not a, a one of the biggest myths that has ever been told is that fascism has something to do with racism. It did not originally have anything to do with racism. It had everything to do with, cons, you know, consolidating power into a central government that controlled all aspects of your life, period. They would tell the businesses how many days you got off and how many days you had to work. I mean, it was just it's complete top down control. The only difference, biggest difference, was the fact that they did not want to be beholden to Moscow as a communist. They wanted to only be beholden to themselves in a, you know, in their nationalistic point of view, and it made him fascist. Now, he made up the term fascist as a positive. Now, I know that sounds weird now, but, you know, that was, you know, 100 years ago, so a little different. Anyway, if you read the Nazi Party platform, centralized banking, centralized uh, health care, centralized uh, you know, power, uh, everything comes from the federal government, everything regulated from the federal government, nothing with outside, without the federal government involved. If you read that at a DNC uh, rally, you would get standing roars of applause because that's what they believe in. 
They believe in top-down, centralized control to regulate every part of your life. I mean, do you see a lot of Republicans out there saying, well, you know, we have to tell you what kind of car you can buy. We have to tell you what kind of insulation you have in your home. We have to tell you what kind of windows you should put in your house. We need to regulate how much meat you eat. We need to regulate uh, how many vegetables you consume. We need to regulate how much water you consume. I don't see that happening on the right at all. In fact, that all sounds like it's coming from the left. That's weird. Uh, We'll decide if you deserve to have a car or not we'll let you know you'll probably just need to depend on the centralized government for transportation back and forth to your centralized government controlled job well that all sounds very fascistic so it's weird anyway we'll go on and and the uh, democracy well fascists want no democracy they want autocracy uh they want uh you know a central leader of the Republicans been talking about getting rid of Congress or the Supreme Court or centralizing all power under one heading. That's weird. No, there have been people talking about getting rid of the filibuster. So therefore they can push through anything without anybody being able to oppose them. Uh, adding more uh, states into the union to give them a permanent uh, stranglehold on all Congress, giving them centralized control over everything uh, to do everything by fiat due to uh, executive order and destroying the Supreme Court. All those are left you know, proposals, none coming from the right, which those all proposals are by definition fascistic. Anyway, they're doing and taking away uh, our Pause freedom for a second. In a way, wanting to take away our rights, our voting rights. I mean, ah! that is what that is. Positive. It is very clear, and that's why he made that um, that, uh, that that powerful that, um, speech that, uh, uh, that you that, heard that, uh, from him last speech. night. And he has not shied away from saying that. You have heard him, uh, maybe not use that specific word, but you have heard him uh, certainly use <laughs> that de- definition. Um, and look. And what look, we again what we look, are I'm gonna lie again. for the american people uh, look, is is a choice uh-huh, right it's a choice uh, and it and is look. clear there's a clear contrast of what is happening Boy, that's on for sure. that side yeah. of the aisle yeah, you and got what's that happening right. on our side with Putin. congressional democrats and what that's we right, have pumpkin. been delivering yeah there's there's a clear distinction they want to bankrupt bankrupt you put you under the boot of the federal government to regulate everything from how often you can go to the bathroom how much water you can have how much food you can have uh, where you can live, uh, you're not going to own anything because, well, you're too privileged. If you want to own a home, you need to be in all government housing. That is uh, the fascist dream, and that is the dream of the Democrats. And it has been since, well, you know, probably the 1920s at least. Um, that has been the dream. The administrative state, you don't need, you just need a powerful leader to direct the army of bureaucrats throughout the administrative state to regulate everyone, bring everybody into line, make everyone toe the line. That is all fascism. That is all fascism. Of course, FDR loved fascism, by the way. Uh, Would have never, I don't think, ever actually fought uh, Hitler, because uh, he didn't really have a problem with killing Jews, nor was he too worried about fascism. Uh, he just didn't like the fact that uh, Hitler was getting a little too much power, and you know that that essentially became the problem. And then he had no other choice 
when uh, we were bombed in Pearl Harbor by the Japanese. He had no other choice at that point but to get into the war. But if he would have found a way out of it, he most certainly would have. He did not have a huge problem with fascism at all. Um, just a little bit of an issue with Hitler. And you can look it up. It's all part of the historical record. Uh, he sent many of his brain trusts to Italy to study fascism, to bring it to America because it was a amazing thing. And he did. He, he actually did bring a lot of fascistic uh, ideas to America through all the New Deal bullshit that people still praise today and want to enact more of it because it is true and total um, fascism. True fascism. Yep. So uh, they're doubling down. So the people on the right are taking away your rights. Well, that's weird. Um, how are you taking away the rights? People's right to vote. Well, um, really? That's, that's odd. Uh, we just said, hey, uh, let's just make it, uh, you know, fair. And if you're a U.S. citizen and you, uh, you know, have an ID to say who you are, well, then go right ahead and vote. Uh, if you are not a U.S. citizen and you just walked in from somewhere else, no, you can't vote. You can't vote multiple times. You only get one. Um, these are all very fascist ideas. Yeah, we want people to be able to fairly and freely vote, uh, not uh, free and fairly cheat. That's all. No big deal. Uh, just, you know, be who you say you are and be legal to vote and go right ahead and vote and we'll count all those and find out what happens. That's uh, that's, I know it's very fascistic. Um, on democracy. Yes. Uh, we do have an assault on democracy because we aren't a democracy and we don't believe in mob rule. We believe in the, you know, parameters that were put in place that, you know, people elect their representatives, locals more important than national because local government should have more control over your immediate life than the federal government. Weird. I know, I know federal government should be very limited in their scope of what they can do. Uh, it, there is nothing about the right that says fascism, but they know that people, again, are apparently all on the spectrum. They know because they run the government schools that you don't actually learn what any of these things are. There is a lot of things that they have put in place. The dumbing down of America, the uh, dumbing down of uh, the populace is very, very important. It keeps people ignorant of of what is going on. It keeps people ignorant of the true definitions of things. Therefore, you can just change the definition willy-nilly and no one notices. And that's where we're at. All right, I got to take a uh, quick break and I will be right back. Rated the worst, losing the most bags, shrinking legroom during COVID. American requires passengers to show ID to fly, but attacks Texas's popular voter ID law. Why is CEO Doug Parker trying to appease the radical left? To distract from billions in taxpayer bailouts, from his $10 million payday, from Americans' record layoffs. Doug Parker, American Airlines, serve your customers, not woke politicians is constantly political. Why? Cover. Congressional reports suspect Nike used forced labor in China. Religious minorities were ripped from their families, sterilized, sold to factories. Nike made shoes in those same areas. Congress tried to ban Nike's labor practices. Nike fought back with highly paid lobbyists. Rather than hiring Americans, Nike chose China. John Donahoe, Nike. Stop exploiting foreign labor. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. 
is getting political, attacking Georgia's popular voting law. Why? To distract from years of dismal sales, terrible 2020 results, reports suspecting they benefited from forced labor in China. Coca-Cola products are poisoning America's youth and worsening the obesity epidemic. So the company tried funding phony science to minimize the harms, but they got busted. James Quincy, Coca-Cola, stop poisoning our children. Serve your customers, not woke politicians. All right, here we go. Uh, here is a perfect example of what I mean when I say they are pushing the uh, the fascist, the ultra MAGA evil people. Uh, here is uh, Charlie Crist, who is uh, truly one of the dumbest human beings on planet Earth, uh, but he is running uh, for governor in Florida against uh, that evil fascist Ron DeSantis, who's so fascist he decided not to lock people in their homes. And to keep, uh, you know, porn out of uh, grade schools. I know. What a fascist. What a terrible guy. Wow. He doesn't want to show porn to third graders? What the fuck? What an awful guy. That's terrible. Huh. Oh, and he didn't want to lock people in their homes and take away their businesses forcibly by the government. Man, what a fascist. These people are really dumb. And this just shows you how stupid they really are about the perks of florida sure i cover the white house normally will we be seeing you in florida do you want president biden to come and campaign with you Mm. absolutely listen look what joe biden's done for our president biden forgive me has done for our country he's been exceptional oh look what he's done for the world oh my god i mean what's happening in ukraine him bringing nato together uh new members to nato finland sweden it's, it's remarkable. The he EU, didn't bring them. I mean, what other president could have done what he's done? He's been phenomenal. Gas prices are down. down. Okay, so I got to stop there for a second. Now, this just goes to show you, like I said, um, deranged, uh, possibly head injury. A uh, very recent possible head injury because he's speaking gibberish nonsense that doesn't make sense to anyone. He, uh, so he says, thank God for Joe Biden. No other president could have done what he did. No, no, no other president would be stupid enough to do what he's done so far. There's not very many uh, people out there uh, that are dementia-riddled, uh, empty vessels of just garbage that would uh, hurt the American people, lie, cheat, steal, and then berate them when they're hurting. Yeah, there's not very many that would do that. Uh, there's not very many American presidents that would have openly uh, pushed for the destruction of America the way Joe Biden has, whether it's economically. And then this dipshit has the gall to go, I mean, just look what I mean. Ukraine is just all about Joe Biden. Yeah, Ukraine's a fucking disaster. What are you talking about? And now we've spent more money on Ukraine, which is driving up inflation to fight a war that I'm not sure what we're fighting about. Although we'll talk about that in just a second, because uh, Biden was really worried about Ukraine a few years ago uh, when Trump was in office. That's odd. Now, suddenly we have to bankrupt the American people and put us further, not only into debt, but into a hardship for the poor and working class to then fight a war that we're not sure what the hell we're fighting for. Oh, that's right. We're fighting against Putin. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. Because I could give a shit about Putin. Doesn't bother me, whatever. I don't give a damn. He's a third world country. Well, 
maybe not total third world, second world country and uh, third class power and don't give a shit. And uh, it's really weird. I see people on TV. It bother me. Talk about that in a second. But anyway, uh, you say, well, look at gas prices. Gas prices have dropped so much. What the hell are you talking about? They're way higher than they were just two years ago. Guys, a moron. Here he goes. Democracy is trending up. Democracy I'm running against a guy who's against pause. the balance. He doesn't support African Americans and their right to vote. <laughs> Joe Biden, of course he does. All of that. He's a good no, he's man. He's a great man. He's a great president. I can't wait for him to get down here. I need his help. I want his help. And he's oh, he's the best I've ever met. Sucks. I know this man. He offered me his lunch. When he was campaigning for me uh, a couple of years ago down in Florida, oh, he gave wow. me his lunch. I He's such a great guy. I try to stay fit. Uh, okay. Wake Forest. But seriously, this man is a great man. Oh, forget about the problems. This man is a great president. man. Thank God for that. Uh, and I President Obama before wow. him. These are good people. Oh, yeah. Uh, Charlie Chris. Uh, first of all, I figured out the problem. He was quarterback for Wake Forest, which means, yeah. Have you ever watched Wake Forest play football? The Demon Deacons not exactly running up uh, anybody's charts, okay? Um, yeah, they're terrible. Um, so that explains a lot. But he's got to stay in shape because he's an old quarterback from Wake Forest, which, you know, there's, yeah, there's that. Uh, those who know college football know what I'm talking about. So yeah, that that's not saying anything. I mean, You'd probably carry more weight if you said you were the quarterback from North Dakota State. So, anyway, uh, that being aside, maybe that explains a lot. Maybe while he was, uh, you know, while Wake Forest was getting uh, killed every game like they normally do, uh, Charlie Chris sustained a lot of head injuries because he was hit a lot. Uh, that would explain why he has no brain left inside his head. It got knocked out of him while he was sucking at Wake Forest. So, that could really... That could really be it. That could really explain a lot. Uh, yeah, just what the hell? Democracy is trending up. Democracy, what the hell are you talking about? I, I don't understand this. So I've kind of deciphered it. The left means centralized government power to control and demand you obey is their version of that's democracy winning. Fighting against democracy is meaning you give people the choice to live their life and make their own decisions. They have turned it 180 degree, degrees, shaken it, and then, like Charlie Crisp, been hit repeatedly in the head till you're in a complete and total drooling retard. Because that is who Charlie Crisp is. He is like a boxer in their late years after their brain has been beat out of their ears and he has nothing left between them to keep the cavity filled. It is just complete drivel nonsense, and I do not understand where they find these people. I mean, people really, you know, I know there's a whole spectrum of where intelligence falls when it comes to human beings, right? We There is a spectrum, and most people fall around the middle, and you have the outliers on the top and bottom of this scale. Gotcha. I understand that. Uh, has our scale moved so far that there are so many on the end the far bottom end of that that they we just have drooling morons just wandering around everywhere because i'm not meeting these people very very few people i've ever met are as dumb as that guy but yet he's somehow going to be running for governor of florida well i'm sorry you're going to get killed i mean which you know will feel basically like college when you're playing football um Sorry, just have to, you know, get that off my chest. But what an idiot. What a moron. 
wow. So yeah, uh, another way they are just kicking you uh, in the face, kicking you in the teeth, letting you know uh, that you uh, don't deserve uh, to be on the same scale as they are is the new wonderful student loan forgiveness. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's awesome, isn't it? Uh, because I hate to tell you, a lot of the working class and poor do not hold a lot of student loan debt. You may find that surprising, but people who hold a large amount of student loan debt are generally in the upper echelons of um, earning potential. I know. Weird, huh? So, yeah, there's not a guy down the street who's working uh, a dead-end job and, uh, you know, just living paycheck to paycheck trying to survive. He doesn't have tens of thousands of dollars in student loan debt. That's weird. I know. It's really weird. Uh, but don't worry. Uh, that guy is going to pay now for student loan debt because, you know, uh, it's all his fault. It's all his fault that people decided to take out thousands and thousands of dollars in uh, student loan to get uh, lesbian dance studies degrees that they can't use to do anything. But that's your fault. So here's Biden giving away uh, all your hard earned money. Paying for president, I made a commitment. I made a commitment that we provide student okay, debt on. relief. Mm-hmm. And I'm honoring that commitment today. Yeah, see. Using the authority mm-hmm. Congress granted the Department of Education, we will forgive $10,000 in outstanding okay. federal it's student loans. In addition, in students addition. who come from low income families, mm-hmm. which allowed them to qualify to receive a Pell Grant, will have their debt reduced $20,000. Both of these targeted actions are for families who need it the most. I thought you didn't pay back Pell Grants. People hit especially hard during the pandemic. Pause it for a second. $125,000 a year. You make more than that, you don't qualify. No high-income individual or high-income household on top of the 5%, in the top 5% of income, by the way, will benefit from this action period. It was much too high. About a third of the borrowers have... Okay, so uh, before he drones on and puts us all to sleep, uh, yeah, if you earn more than $125,000, you can't benefit from this. How many people in this country earn more than $125? Well, I hate to tell you, it's not the... uh, Well, it's pretty easy. uh, 50%. So that means half the country doesn't make $125,000 a year or more. And that's per person, by the way. That's not per household, just to give you a clue. So if you have two people that earn $124,000 a piece a year, that makes them at a quarter million dollars a year. I would consider that pretty well off, right? You're doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Uh, You still get your loans forgiven. And those are the most of the people that are going to get them because people that have large debt like that are going to be in that income bracket. But don't worry, all the people making, you know, $40,000, $50,000 a year, uh, they're all paying for it. And they said, well, they're not. Well, yeah, they are. They're going to not only have to pay more in taxes, but if the federal government just writes it off and uh, spends the money, prints the money, um, I'm guessing. um, Sorry, you're just going to have to uh, deal with more inflation. They said, oh, don't worry. It's not going to raise inflation that much. Don't worry. It's no big deal. So the people working their asses off or the people who, uh, you know, did things the right way and paid off their loans, well, you're just screwed. Debt, but no degree. The worst 
of both worlds, debt and no degree. Debt and no degree. The burden is especially heavy on black and Hispanic borrowers, mm-hmm. who on average have less family wealth to pay for it. There's no, they don't own their homes to borrow against to be able to. Oh, not everything I'm announcing today is going to make everybody happy. Something is too much. I find it interesting how some of my Republican friends who voted for those tax cuts and others think uh, that we shouldn't be helping these folks. Something is too little. What does that have to do with it? Well, I believe my plan is responsible and fair. (laughs) It focuses the benefit on middle class and working families. It helps. Okay, so before he drones on anymore, it makes me angrier. Yeah, always turns around on those evil mega Republican fascists that don't want to take more money from the American people. What evil people they are. They do not want to rape the pockets of working people. What evil? How terrible are they? Do people really believe that? Is there some kind of, you know, because this has turned into some kind of weird religious bullshit like. Uh, are you serious right now? The government is some kind of sacred cow that people should just, oh man, you should just really be dead earnest and giving up as much money as you can to the government. Give to the government. Boy, you're an evil person if you do not want to give more money to the government. Where the hell did we come from? How did we get here? <sighs> I don't know how we got here. Some weird back-ass crazy road that we have went on that now you are demonized for saying, you know what, I don't want to give the government that much money. You know, I work hard and earn my money, and I produce something to earn that money, and no, you don't have a right to take a big chunk of it. But they just go on and on. These evil people who don't want to fund uh, my royal family style life. It's terrible. Terrible. And these other rich people with these degrees that paid all kinds of money for them, I mean, they don't want to pay for them either. They're just they're just serfs. They need to give up so we can live better. That's all I hear. You won't think I'm wrong? Here's uh, Chief Warren, Chief Indian Warren, uh, uh, when somebody asked her. Question. My daughter's getting out of school. I saved all my money. She doesn't have any school money. Am I going to get my money back? So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. No, it's not anybody got screwed. We of course we did. My buddy had fun, bought a car, went on vacations. I saved my money. He made more than I did. But I worked a double shift, worked extra. My daughter's work, she was 10. So you're laughing. I'm going to add with yeah, and so that's what she did. She laughed at him because he said, hey, listen, I did the right thing. I worked hard, double shifts, whatever I had to do, uh, saved the money to put my daughter through college so she didn't have student loan debt. And now you're saying, no, you got to pay more in taxes or eat it through inflation to pay for uh, all the people that said, no, fuck it. I want to go get um, you know, a ba- basket weaving degree from Bumblefuck State and uh, so I can have a degree. And that's exactly what they're doing. And it's, man. Just garbage. Absolute garbage. That's that's where we're at. Absolute gar- garbage. And yeah, there's a lot for me to catch up on. Uh, I can't catch up on all of it today. Just going through some of this. But the this is just another uh, kick in the teeth to, to working people and the people who believe in freedom and don't believe in being serfs to a centralized federal government. And so they demonize them much the same as uh, the Jews in Germany were uh 
you know, uh, were demonized much as the people who uh, worked and earned money and all the communist countries were demonized. The people who had owned farms and owned farmland were demonized and killed. I mean, it's the same playbook over and over and over. They just pick out a new group, demonize them, and hopefully get enough of them killed that they don't have to worry about them anymore. If you think I'm joking, read history and you'll know that that's what happens. Uh, either hurt them so bad that they are beat into submission or just kill the ones that won't. So... You know, that's that's how it goes. Uh, it's really strange, though. There was uh, one outbreak of um, of truth telling at one point. Uh, the Morning Post them show, which uh, is terrible and awful. Um, they actually told the truth. Uh, this is a strange clip when they're talking about uh, Trump. And it's really weird. They actually told the truth here horrified that Donald Trump mm -hmm. would suggest that he was going to wait and that he's even used the words rigged. I, I heard people okay. last night saying that he's the first person to ever do this, that this actually cuts at the very heart of America's credibility. Well, uh, there were so many incredible moments last night. Both of them came loaded to yeah. attack each other, and mm -hmm. we want to get to them all, but at, to this point, because there was a lot of reaction to this, it is the case that charges of a rigged or stolen election do not exclusively belong to Republicans. Thank you! Democrats and liberals have accused the vote of being rigged or stolen for George W. Bush, yep. both in 2000 in 2004 and have done so Correct. for years. Then they did it in Jonathan 2016. Chait wrote in New York oh. Magazine in 2012. Who yes, Bush this? v. Gore did steal the election. <laughs> no. Also in 2012, Salon asked, is the GOP stealing Ohio? In 2014, huh. Ezra Klein of Vox okay. wrote that 68% of Americans think elections are rigged. And he said they're right in, in that article. In 2000, Jesse Jackson demanded an inquiry of the results in Florida, saying okay. shortly after the election, oh, 22,000 yeah. yeah. people God. are begging for their vote Remember to that? count <laughs> and for its intent to be realized. This last vote caused a crisis in the credibility of this election. Mm -hmm. This is a crisis of integrity. We, the American people, deserve better. We should settle for nothing less. In 2006, Rolling Stone published a lengthy article asking, was the 2004 election stolen? They also published an interview uh, with Howard Dean, which said uh -huh. this. Howard said this. I'm not confident that the election in Ohio was fairly decided. We know that there was substantial voter suppression, and the machines were not reliable. It should not be a surprise that the Republicans are willing wow. to do things that are unethical to manipulate elections. That's what we suspect has happened, and we'd like to safeguard our elections so you... that democracy can still be counted to, on to work. Later in that year, really? in October, Josh Marshall wrote about Ohio Secretary of State uh -huh. Ken Blackwell stealing the election and a portion of Michael Moore's documentary, 2004, right. Fahrenheit 9-11, tried to delegitimize the 2000 results Selected, in Florida. Not elected. And, and, <laughs> and, you know, also, as you said, uh, at Willie's, we said, come in, there Got more several to get people to. in 2004. I mean, there are ton, tons that you can get to, but in mm -hmm. 2004, mm -hmm. uh, there were certain people uh, around right. these parts that around were going parts. on TV every like night saying that Ohio was stolen. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what went on for years and years. And of course, we're still hearing about the 2016 presidential election was stolen. It's all the same. And then, you know, Trump brings it out and they're like, oh, well, no problem. Uh, you all are fascists, evil, evil people who would ever say that, you know, somebody would steal an election. It's just it's crazy. I was really surprised that they um, actually came out and said it. So that's uh, very interesting. Very interesting, huh? surprising more like uh some other bombshells this week you know uh, uh this past weeks here uh 
trying to just hit some of the highlights because, uh, you know, I've missed a lot. Uh, Zuckerberg was on Rogan and was talking about, well, this actually cuts at the heart of rigging an election, right? Um, Zuckerberg comes out and admits that, uh, well, you know, the FBI, you know, they haven't really been on the up and up. Yeah, you know, they had crossfire hurricane committed treason. No big deal. Not a big deal. They were just uh, using um, the state and colluding with Hillary and Obama to uh, try to trump up charges on Donald Trump and make sure he didn't win an election. And then it went too far and they couldn't pull back. So they just let it roll. Uh, not a problem. But uh, they also uh, interfered in the 2020 election. And here you go. On Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York yeah, we Post. Had that too. Yeah. So you guys censored that as well. So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some, some folks on our team. It was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of, um, uh, of that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So. Our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said, you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What, what we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we, we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being, um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. Oh, okay. You could still consume it. So when um, you say the distribution is decreased, in, it, it got shared. It, how does that work? It basically the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less. So fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. Yeah, about ninety-five percent shadow ban. That's called shadow banning, by the way. That doesn't exist, and they've never used it. But he just said they. Yeah, we shadow banned it. Uh, the FBI came and told us, well, the FBI? Uh, is that the government? Oh, wait a second. That's called censorship. Hey, we've got one of those uh, amendment thingies. Says the government can't do that. That's weird. That's odd. Well, why would the FBI? Why would they come and? That's strange. They said it was uh, Russian disinformation was coming. Huh. But but what were they talking about? Huh. It's almost as if they already knew, which now we know they did because they were called by the guy who had the laptop and said, hey, come get this shit because this is vile, nasty, and uh, looks pretty bad. Uh, I think you guys need to check this out. And they're like, no, we're not taking that. We don't want anything to do with it. That hurts our party. That hurts our people who are going to keep us uh, employed to chase down people like you. And we we couldn't have that. No, wouldn't want any problem like that. Uh, we've got to crush you. And so, yeah, I mean, that's obvious meddling. The FBI meddled in the 2020 election. Uh, is anybody going to pay for that? No, no. But don't worry if you have papers that are not have the right tabs on them. If you did not go to Staples and get the proper folders, well, they'll kick down your door and raid your home and try to arrest you because, well, you know, that's what they do. That's the new, uh, that's the new thing. That's the new thing. That's what you got to do. Here's really strange. Uh, this was uh, kind of floating around the other day. Uh, 
of course, everybody who has ever forgot to uh, use the right file folders for information, uh, they've always went to jail. They have always spent long, long jail sentences if they take papers and they don't file them properly and they have top secret uh uh, paperwork or top secret files, they are always prosecuted and uh, put in jail for years, right? That's that's the narrative they got right now. You're supposed to all be arrested. Everybody's always been done. Here is a little uh, snip that might help you out. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. Wow. Prosecutors necessarily weigh a number of factors before deciding whether to bring charges. There are obvious considerations like the strength of the evidence, especially regarding intent. Responsible decisions also consider the context of a person's actions and how similar situations have been handled in the past. In looking back at our investigations into the mishandling or removal of classified information, we cannot find a case that would support bringing criminal charges on these facts. Oh, well, don't worry. That's just James Comey talking about Hillary Clinton. Uh, just uh, for another uh, fact check, uh, Hillary Clinton was not uh, president at the time. She was uh, Secretary of State and, uh, and then a senator. And, oh, by the way, she did not have authorization to declassify papers and had no business having any classified paperwork or classified files on a private anything. Whereas... Big, huge contrast. Uh, presidents, but they're allowed. They've seen it all. They actually can decide what's classified and not. They can declassify anything they want. Huh. Weird. But everybody goes to jail. Everybody does stuff like that. They go to jail forever, right? They all get arrested, spend years in jail. Well, maybe not. Now they're saying, oh, don't worry. It's obstruction. It's what they're looking for. He obstructed justice. He was obstructing justice. Well, really? Uh, what's what's considered? Uh, here's a, just a random hypothetical. Not that it's real or pertains to anyone. Uh, say uh, you have classified material on a private server. Okay, just a weird random scenario. And the government says, hey, uh, you can't have that. Uh, we need all that returned to us. And um, you go and destroy it all and wipe it all clear um, so they can't then recover it. What is that called? Um, I'll need to look up the definition. Let me look here real quick. Um, oh, that's called obstruction of justice. <laughs> Weird. But of course, no, everybody who commits obstruction of justice, especially when it comes to classified papers and classified files they go to jail forever they get arrested their homes are raided and they are thrown in jail forever right well i don't know well i guess only if you you know agree with most of the country that the country should be free then you go to jail and you spend years in jail and they'll arrest you and kick down your door uh, for not going to staples and getting the right tabs for your folders so there is a difference if you believe in freedom if you believe in letting people decide, you don't want to, uh, uh, you know, kill the American people, uh, their pocketbooks, starve and, and uh, impoverish them to all benefit you and your elite friends. Well, then you are an enemy of the state and we will prosecute you for anything, including not getting the right file folders from Staples and get writing the right tabs. Just saying it's a very, very. 
It's very disheartening. Anyway, it uh, it's just a weird, bizarre world. Trying to jump around a little bit today. Uh, now that I'm going to get back into it, I'll be back next Wednesday and all. And uh, I'll be much more focused back to a normal today, jumping around a lot because there's just so much that happened uh, that it's hard to get to it all. It's hard to get uh, everything in line here, so uh, just bear with me. Um, yesterday, it was very interesting. Uh, Peter Ducey, as usual, was uh, bantering with the uh, ever-wonderful KJP uh, and had a very good question, and this uh, answer will just really floor you. Uh, listen to this one. I know. I'm going to take him. That's why I could have walked away and not taken your question, Peter, but I would take your question. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he will. Different topic. Okay. How come migrants are allowed to come into this country unvaccinated, mm. but world-class tennis players Brilliant. are not? Ah. You're talking about ah. which world-class ah. tennis player? You're talking about which world-class tennis so player. I don't know. Far, you know, Positive. talking about which world-class tennis player. Novak Djokovic. So, as far... <laughs> You know, just to, just since you asked about me about him, uh, yes, me about him. So visa uh, records are confidential under U.S. law. Uh, therefore, go to the U.S. government laws. cannot mm -hmm. uh, discuss the details of individual visa cases. Uh, due to privacy reasons, the U.S. government also does not comment on medical information of individual travelers as it relates uh -huh. to uh, the tennis. She's reading uh, all this. Player, oh yeah, prepared uh, for the question. Look, uh, those she questions regarding vaccination mm -hmm. requirements is, 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 I defer you to CDC. This is a CDC uh, requirement for foreign nationals. Mm. Uh, this mm -hmm. is something that they decide. Uh, this is, uh, so this is something that is yeah, up to them. The U.S. Right, Open right. and their participant oh. protocols, I refer you to them. They have their own specific protocols as well. They're two and, different things. But, so are, how is it two different things? Somebody unvaccinated comes over on a plane. You say that's not okay. Somebody walks into Texas or Arizona unvaccinated, they're allowed to stay. But, Why? But that's not how it works. Like we actually no. We you know that that's not what you guys want to happen, but that is what what has happened. But that's not. It's not like somebody walks over and. No, it's exactly not, like that. What do you mean? What's happening? Of course it is. Thousands of people are walking in a day. <laughs> Thank Some you. Of them turn themselves over. Some of them are caught. Pause it for a second. Tens of thousands it's not of them are caught. Tens of thousands a week are not. That is what is happening. So let me just lay out what we have done under this administration. No, please no. don't. We have installed new border technology and set up joint protocols with Mexico and Guatemala to catch can't more human it. traffickers. I can't take we it. We have already made over three months of launching an unprecedented anti-smuggling campaign with regional partners. We've uh -huh. secured record levels of funding for the Department of Homeland Security. We've put in place dedicated immigration judges so asylum seekers can have their cases heard faster. We've expanded lab labor power pathways, mm. including Pathway H2B visas, and through the Los Angeles Declaration on Migration and Protection, President mm -hmm. Biden brought 20 leaders, world leaders together uh, to manage increased migration flows across the Western Hemisphere. Mm. By contrast, core to, to the Nothing prior to administration, yeah. immigration strategy was to Read build it, a baby. wall, Read it. and they couldn't even accomplish that in the four years. And they also, by talking about building a wall, which would mm -hmm. have taken billions of dollars from veterans, billion dollars from, from schools, mm -hmm. 
uh, which is uh, also a policy that just mm. does not work. It is not that simple. It's not just that people no. are walking Walls do work. Uh, across, uh, they do across work. the border. We have okay, a, we I can't have take any more a, of it. I just can't. Okay, so, uh, yeah, uh, he said, hey, why are people just allowed to walk across the border, unvaxxed, no problem, uh, but people can't come here, say, you know, as a world-class ch- uh, champion tennis player and play because they're unvaxxed. And she goes, well, that's not what's happening. It's like, well, yeah, that's what's happening. Well, let me tell you what we've done. We have really, we have opened the borders wider than anyone ever has. We have given money. We have secured more money for Homeland Security. Yeah, but they're not securing the homeland. You just gave them more money. Again, stealing and raping the working class Americans of money that they earn so they can't eat to give money to bureaucrats to do nothing. We've done that. They've accomplished that. So there's one. They did accomplish that. Uh, number two, she goes on, uh, we brought, we've got dedicated judges. Yeah, you have dedicated judges who will just rubber stamp everybody into the country to vote for you because that's the only thing that matters. It doesn't matter if you bankrupt, starve, and kill American citizens because you don't care. Because they don't agree with you. So you could give a shit less. People need to hear this. And this is the way it needs to be presented to the American people. That's what has to happen. You can't innuendo. You can't pussyfoot around. You can't uh, ins- you know, insinuate this or that. That's where the right screws up. you got to come right out and say it blatantly and honestly. Say, listen, they don't care if you starve to death in the street. They don't care if you are homeless. They don't care if you can't afford to go back and forth to work. They care about keeping power. They care about reaping every cent they can from you and keeping you downtrodden and dependent on them. And if they can't get enough votes, they will import them however possible. They don't care about COVID. They don't care about anything else except for power. That is all they care about. If it takes starving half the country to death and bankrupting them, that does not matter to them because at the end of the day, it's all about power. That is what that whole statement said. We care about power. We'll import. We'll do whatever we possibly can to maintain power. Don't care if it hurts you. Don't care if you can't eat. Don't care if you can't afford to drive back and forth to work. Don't care if your family is uh, you know, out on the street. We don't care. We want power. It's that simple. They want to maintain power, and they want to steal as much as they can from you. That is what all this is about, whether it's through climate bullshit, whether it's through social bullshit, through whatever plan they come up with. At the end of the day, it enriches them and their friends and it impoverishes you. They hate you. They hate the fact that you like freedom. They want you under their thumb and they will do anything they possibly can to maintain that. There is nothing out of bounds for them to maintain total and complete control And that is what they are pushing for. So always remember, all these plans, all these bills, all this stuff, all it is about is enriching themselves, their family, and friends. Keeping that upper 1% or upper 10%, whatever is donating to them, keeping all of them happy, and crushing you because you don't like them. You don't vote for them, so you can starve to death, and that's just fine with them. They would rather you starve to death because that's what all totalitarian regimes and ideologies have done for as long as people have been on this planet. Let them starve because they don't agree with me. That is who they are. They haven't changed. They won't change, and they are the true fascists. That's it. P. 
period. There is no nuance to it. There is no, oh, well, I'm insinuating this, but I really mean that. No, I'm saying what I mean. They are the true fascists. They believe in the ideology. They believe in power. And that is the only thing they believe in. If it crushes you, the quicker the better to get you out of the way because you don't agree with them and you won't give them the power they want. Anyway, I will wrap up for today i will be back next week it's good to be back and like i said i'm a little disorganized today and i apologize i will get back on track and back to my more normal uh situation uh starting next week and be a little more prepared uh if you do want to send question comment uh you can do so at eric's america pod on facebook eric's underscore podcast on twitter Eric's America pod at gmail.com. If you want to send an old fashioned email or Eric's America.com is the website. Uh, please remember to like rate review, all those things. I will be back next week until then. Just remember it's no agenda, just America. America.